Hello and welcome to House Lights, the podcast that reviews recent entertainment coming from multiple platforms. This week we are discussing Never Have I Ever, a Netflix show that follows the life of Davey, a first-generation Indian-American high schooler. Mindy Kaling's latest release follows the 15-year-old after she lost her father and faced temporary trauma-based paralyzation. Today, I am here with Wendy Guzman, who is our administration and academics reporter, and Sarah Tidwell, who is our public and mental health reporter, and I am Carly Graham, an enterprise reporter for the State News. So guys, tell me what were your first thoughts on the show? I think I had vaguely heard about the show before watching it a while back probably when it was in production and I think it was the day it came out I was on Netflix and the trailer came up like to like out now and I it started playing and I was like oh my god I need to watch this show and I remember sending Sarah a text immediately after seeing that it was like I have to watch this I loved it it was so good but it was the type of like show and the type of energy that I needed from something especially after that like long like week like I finished it all in one sitting and it was and I would probably do it again yeah I picked up the show from Wendy's text obviously and I was like okay well I have nothing to do today I finished my finals Monday of finals week so this was like Wednesday or something like that and I was like okay I'll start it like I don't have any shows that I'm currently watching and I remember watching the trailer and I was like oh my god like she's right this is hilarious I need to watch it so I remember like take, I took my shower for the day and then I sat down on the couch and I kid you not, I did not move for the entire series of that, like the whole season I watched. And I, I think from like two o'clock to midnight or something like that, I only stopped to get dinner and that literally was it. But like watched the whole thing through, I was laughing my ass off. It was an amazing show, a 10 out of 10 recommend. Everybody should watch it. Like you'd think like, oh, it's like something that's really girly, but it's definitely not. Like if you just want a good laugh, turn it on and watch it. That's what I have to say for it. My friend Maddie was the one who told me about it and she was like texting me some of her thoughts her thoughts throughout the show and she would just say something like this girl is so bold and I don't know if people like really had these high school experiences and different stuff like that because a lot of what happens is probably like exaggerated like I know I didn't experience a lot of the stuff that happened in that show during high school but it was really, really, like, nice to watch because it's something that you could kind of relate to. It's just, like, a good coming-of-age show, but also really, really funny. So I'm glad that I watched it when I did, which was, like, I think the, a day or two after it came out. And it was so funny. So I'm really glad I got invested in that so quickly. And then I ended up re-watching it a couple days ago. Because, again, it's one of those shows that it's just, like, a really, really easy binge So the first time I saw it, I think I literally started it at like 10 p.m. And I went in with like the mindset that I was just going to watch like two episodes and then go to bed. But I ended up staying up until I think it was like two or three in the morning. And I just ended the entire show. I finished the whole thing and went through all the phases of emotions. There was happiness. There was sadness. There was a roller coaster. So I'm glad I got to see that show and all that it brought to the table Mm -hmm. and you're right it is a really easy binge because the episodes are like what 25 minutes a piece so like one ends and you're like oh my god already and then by the time you know it it's you've gone through all 10 episodes and it's done and you're like oh wait wait and then you have to like recoup 
what you just saw kind of thing because you're like oh that went really fast i just found it very refreshing to watch as well like we see from a lot of like netflix original shows and stuff that like are set in high school which i love high school based things but it's really hard to nail it and recently it's been particularly hard to nail it and they did a really really great job in just bringing it up to date like up to speed more modern take on the high school tale coming of age movie but they actually made it like a good show and fun to watch and yeah I think they did just a really good job just trying to you know put a new perspective on that like classic tale so something that is important to note is that the creator of this show is Mindy Kaling and something that I think she did a really, really good job of is making sure that different groups of people were represented. So can one of you speak to that at all? Yeah, I think that it was just really awesome to see a cast where, you know, the three main characters, Davy and her best friends, uh, Fabiola and Eleanor, not one of them was white. You know, even though there's some, you know, it's there's shows with a colored protagonist, like one of their best friends is white or something, but not, there's only one white main character, like one, and he's Jewish. So even that is like, oh my gosh, like that's, that's what it's like. You know, it takes place in a high school in the Valley in California. And that's like, that's the type of people you see. That's the type of people in real life. Like not every single high school you go to, especially over there is going to be just white through and through so it was really cool to see that me being a person of color it was really awesome i don't think there was a character that was of my particular representation but i still felt represented because it was so cool that like i cared so much and she like being able to look through the lens of davy going through her like being stuck between being more american and being like tied to her culture but then still being like in the mixture like in the mix not feeling like she belongs to either side was something that I personally really really relate to I think that Mindy Kaling obviously did that very intentionally it's something that like I wish I had probably when I was younger when I was like 15 that would have been absolutely awesome to see but I'm glad that you know we're able to get that now yeah I definitely liked how it wasn't the typical you know um, like main white girl with like her and then her best friend is of some sort of minority it was everybody was a minority so it definitely brought in real life representation and like I know even though these kids aren't technically like high school age I think some of them are in like they're they're between like 18 and 21 or something like that all the actors but they portrayed the like the high school kids really well and I feel like like if I was in high school still like seeing Davy and stuff she they I guess they represent kids that I went to school with. So like it, they look like the typical high schooler, like the way they dress, like the way they talk, all that stuff. It just like everything fit perfectly into what, like the stereotype of being a high schooler. But then it like brought in the representation of other cultures because we learned more about Davy's culture and more about, um, I know that there was like some LGBTQ characters and stuff like that. So that brought representation in from there too, that kind of thing. I definitely enjoyed that part. Yeah, I definitely think that that's important to note because I feel like a lot of coming of age high school TV shows and movies are typically just like a lot of white people and then a couple minorities and they'll just like have one or two gay characters. And I think it was interesting that they were able to develop an LGBT relationship and kind of follow a character through her like realization and her coming out story 
which I think was really, really touching. And then, of course, getting to see people of other cultures get represented. And I didn't know much about, like, Indian culture, so getting to see Davy participate in different things and, um, like, see how that kind of worked was really, really interesting to me as well. So I'm glad that the show did that and did it as well as they did. So I guess another conversation that I think we should have is the different characters that are in the show. There are a lot of them. There are strong personalities across the board. So I would like to hear who your favorite and least favorites are. I'm going to start with least favorites. I really don't like, um, (laughs) I really don't like Eleanor very much. I don't know. She just kind of, she just kind of annoys me a little bit. Um, she's sweet, but something about her, like, I, in the first episode, when they're, like, telling back to when she was in a wheelchair, like, her friend's like, this is sweet of her, but she was saying, she was like, if you can't walk, I won't either as a sign of protest. And she just falls on the floor. And then just, and I'm just like, there's people like this that exist in real life. And that's also awesome about her character is that there's people who truly, truly act like that. And I was like, but that's also the type of person that I would think is probably the worst person on the planet if I were to meet them in person. Um, I do really like what her character goes through in her storyline and everything like that. I think just as a person, I don't really like her very much. Um, also, just I thought I would to know um, Ben's girlfriend, Shira, also is just the absolute worst person probably ever. She just sucks. Like, she's Ben's rich. His dad's a lawyer. So she's literally just with him because he has money. And there was like in Ben's episode when he she's like, trying to take a selfie with him she like takes a fry and puts it in his mouth and like try to share it for a selfie and it was just so heartbreaking to see like him like trying to you know like hang out with his girlfriend and try to talk to her and she was just like not paying any attention to him I think my favorite character I guess I'll say then with two also I really like Davy's cousin Kamala a lot every scene she's in is just so exciting she's so sweet she's so smart she cares a lot about Davy also but then she's also just a normal person like I believe she came from India and is studying in the U.S. so she's kind of like Davy's grown up with all of this American stuff and she's like finally she's just now trying to get used to it and adapting to it and it's so cool seeing her realize that it's okay to not be the way that like her parents wanted her to be And she's just, like, enjoying herself. And it's really awesome to see, like, her character development with all of that. Um, Again, like, I just love any moment she's on screen. Like, it's she's she's cute. She's very funny. Very sweet. And then my other favorite character is probably Ben, which then later grew on me. But, and then um, they really made it out for you to, like, really hate him at the beginning. Like, I rewatched the first episode, and I was like, gosh, he was a jerk. Like, super, like absolutely terrible I was like that makes sense for them to have wanted you to just really hate him at the beginning but then like as it went on like I just grew and like I fell in love with him like he's just he's such a nice guy and he really he's very 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 relatable as well and it was nice to get to take a look into his life as well yeah um see I can't really decipher like least and most favorite characters like I feel like everybody had a good glow up in their like character development. So like if you started out hating them, you didn't at the end. Like Ben, I went through that with 
the same thing that Wendy did with you know the character Ben. Um, I definitely despised him in the beginning because he was just such a jerk to Davy. And after everything she'd been through, I was just like, okay, like why does this kid like need to make fun of Davy? Like why can't they just set their differences aside? And you know, he's like, oh, okay, like she lost her dad. She was paralyzed for three months. Like, can he chill? But you know, he didn't. And then like as it went on, I was like, all right, he's a little bit more tolerable. I still don't really like him because he's like a he's like annoying. But he was coming to realization that like, you know, okay, his privilege is taking over and he needs to knock that off. And he did. Um, and then yeah, his obviously his girlfriend like feeds into that. He just in the beginning it showed like he just was um I guess like he just cared about being involved with like the popular crew. So he was like he went to the parties and he would make fun of Davey for not getting invited to them. He was dating this really hot, like, I think she was an athlete too, something like that. And it just goes to show that like, okay, the stuff on the outside isn't super important. It's like who you are on the inside type of thing. And I feel like that kind of came out with him at the very end. Like we saw he started to build friendship with Davey and it's just like, so I guess his character development went from being my least to being my favorite. But um, another one of my favorite characters, I guess, would be Fabiola. I just, I really like her persistence on communication with Davy as like things start getting really rocky in their friendship. I really like her development with like going through her coming out story. It was really touching to see like, okay, so this is, you know, how they, how people like that feel when, you know, I think she did go through an instance where she was like forced to come out a little bit and like, or where she almost was, I think it was at that bake sale, like where Eleanor's mom almost ruined it. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, it's just like, I, I feel for her, like that kind of thing. You could definitely feel for the, for Fabiola. And I like, you know, how, when things got rocky, how the communication aspect went up and she was like pushing for, you know, if you're not going to treat me right, like, then I don't want to be your friend, that kind of thing. Like, I like how she stood up for herself when Davey wasn't being a good friend. And I, cause I feel like that's a message that a lot of people need to see is like, okay, like reevaluate how you're treating your friends because you know, this may be how they feel, but they don't tell you kind of thing. Um, and then if I had to pick one more character that would be like least favorite, cause I like Ben was like, went from least to most, Fabiola was most. And so least favorite character, I'd probably say Paxton. He's extremely attractive, but he's awful, like fully awful. And the way he treats Davy and doesn't realize it until literally the last two minutes of the show when his sister comes out and is like, if you lose this girl, like, you're an idiot. It's just like, men, I hate it. Like, I, that, they just depicted all men the same. Like, okay, this is, this is literally what every female deals with because this is how all males are. They're oblivious. They don't care about us, that kind of thing. So, like, it's just like, I was like, wow, okay, like, they really had to get that in there. I mean, at least it wasn't like a typical white boy. Like there was some representation. He was attractive, that kind of thing. Like they tried to make you guilt you into falling in love with him. But like by like, I guess his, like his looks kind of covered up the fact that his character was like just a piece of shit kind of thing to Davey. Like if that makes sense. But yeah. We are not in the same boat on that take. (laughs) Let me tell you. Um, for the listeners, Sarah said that, and my mouth literally <laughs> dropped. Um, absolutely not. Paxton is not my favorite character. Like, let's get one thing straight. But 
between him and Devi, or Davy, why did I say Devi? Between him and Davy, I do not think that he is the problem. Oh. <laughs> when, no, uh-uh. Okay, yeah, I can see that a little bit. Like, okay, in the show, I, yeah. by far, I think my least favorite character is Davy. I think that she is selfish, and I think that she is a bad friend. She is a straight-up liar. Like, there's... I feel for her because she, like, went through a lot and is going through a very rough time. And, like, she doesn't have the, like, familial support that a lot of other people, like, normally would have in the situations that she's been through. There's a lot that she did that I thought was so messy and just, like, gross. And I, like, I just don't like Davy, And it's so frustrating to me. Like, a lot of the stuff that she did. Especially, like, the Model UN episode how she was like she was supposed to be there and like supporting Ben that was one of the things like they made an, a, a pact the night before like they were like yeah we're gonna team up we're gonna get this done gonna do this cool thing you're gonna win the gavel all that but Ben like he didn't directly tell someone that her and Paxton had sex when they hadn't um Someone had, like, eavesdropped and heard that, and then she told everyone else, but she immediately took it out on Ben for no reason. Like, she had literally no reason for doing that, and it was, like, so infuriating for me to watch because, like you guys, I hated Ben at the beginning. Like, you are meant to hate Ben, but for the very first time, it was that episode that I was like, this this shows that he is a good person, he has a heart, and he just seemed, like, really, really sweet, especially when they were talking to the ambassador from Russia, and they were, like, talking about their plans and stuff, like, it was just so nice, like, he seemed like such a good dude in that moment, and then Davy just, like, attacked him, she was like, I'm nuke you the next day at the conference, and it, like, the chair, (laughs) god, yeah, it, oh my god, it made me so mad, so, like, I hate Davy, she is my least favorite character, and I, I agree with you. On, like, I was gonna say Davy was also like somebody that I didn't like, but you know, usually you don't hate the main character, but you do make like I do agree with your points because you know she is a main character that is definitely messy, and she's one of those people who uses her trauma as like an excuse for everything. And it's like, no, you can't do that. Like, go to therapy and talk about it with your therapist, but don't take it out on everybody else. Like. Nobody likes that kind of person. So, yeah, I definitely will agree with you on that. She's, like, she's the main character, obviously. So, like, it's weird to hate the main character. But she definitely has a lot of flaws that are, like, okay, let's tone it down. That kind of thing. I think the the main reason I don't really mind Davy is probably because she reminds me so much of myself. But maybe for that same reason, I probably should hate her because I'm, I like all of the her thought process and her like reasoning behind the the things that she does. Like that's the same type of like personal defense mechanisms or like justifications I have for myself and my actions sometimes. And I'm like, dang. But it was nice to see someone doing those things to like a even like a greater extent, and then being like, oh shoot, that's maybe something that I should work on. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I agree. I think she definitely needs to, like, pipe it down a little bit. I agree with that a little bit, where I see, like, a lot of myself in Davy, which I don't like about myself. 
But I think the things that, like, pushed it a bit too far for me were the points when she just, like, didn't correct her friends about her sleeping with Paxton, which never happened. And then getting mad at Ben because Paxton found out and all of that stuff like that stuff just made me so mad because she was the only one in that in the wrong in that situation like no one else did anything wrong there it was only her and she refused to take any responsibility and I think that's one of the things I mostly see in myself like I'm bad at taking responsibility for things then when it comes to favorite characters I ha- I'm gonna name my top two and one of them is Fabiola, which to Sarah's point went through this beautiful like coming out story and she experienced all these ups and downs in friendship and I don't know, she finally like stood up for herself, which was really, really nice to see. And that was at Ben's birthday party. And that was when she like accidentally came out to the entire class because she was yelling at Davy. And then she, like, accidentally just said, like, you didn't care that I was gay or something like that. I don't remember exactly what the quote was, but she, like, yelled and she accidentally came out to everyone in their class. And that is, like, a hard thing to do if you aren't ready for it and if you're still, like, coming to terms with it um, yourself. So getting to see that was really interesting. And I think they developed her character really, really well. And they showed throughout the entire show that she was, like, so selfless and she would do anything for literally anyone like she was always there to support Elnor she was always there to support Davy and I don't know just like a really good friend and then the other character that I think I love the most is Ben because I stay on brand I I love that little boy he's such a sweetheart and I know that you're supposed to hate him at first but they gave him such a good strong character arc that you get to like watch him go from this little dweeb a-hole to being just, like, someone who's so nice and caring. And when Davy thought that her mom was, like, going to make her go to India, she he let her stay with him. And he gave her, like, a place to stay and feel safe. And then when, in the last episode, god dang the last episode, they went to spread Mohan's ashes and... He drove her to Malibu so she could do that, even though he, like, didn't even have his license. He only had his permit. He was really, really afraid of driving. He had never driven on the expressway before, but he, like, did it for her. And then he stayed there and waited to make sure that she was okay. And it's just, like, so wholesome and so sweet. And I just really enjoy that content. Okay, so other than favorite characters and stuff... Tell me what was your favorite aspect of the show or your favorite scene, episode, anything like that. I have a favorite episode, um, shamelessly. My favorite episode is the one that is dedicated solely to Ben. Um, I agree. One, Andy Samberg is the one that narrated that episode instead of John McEnroe. I love Andy Samberg. That was my (laughs) favorite thing to like switch up from the tennis player and then I hear Andy's voice and I was like, Wait, I before wait. I watched it, Sarah had texted me. She's like, Andy Samberg is nearing episode some six or something. I was like, oh my god. I had literally no idea. I was just watching it, minding my own business, and then I heard it. And I was like, this is my Brooklyn Nine-Nine king. And it was so good. And it just, like, 
that episode was one great because of Andy Samberg, but two, it kind of gave a look into Ben's life and why he behaved the way that he did, why he always acted like he had like so much going for him. And at school, he was like, oh, I'm the best. No one can hurt me. But then he went home and he was just like alone. His parents weren't there. His parents left him on his birthday, like all those little things that just contributed to why he seemed so annoying and just like the worst. And I don't know. Then he like went over to Davies for dinner because her mom invited him over. And it was just like a really touching episode that I think was really, really crucial to kind of developing him as a character and making him more likable. Yeah, that episode definitely, like, came out and was like, hey, guys, it's like, you can't judge a book by its cover. Like, everything you see on the outside isn't what's happening on the inside. Like, he seems happy at school, but he goes home and he has no family. He literally is just with his um, house cleaner. And, like, it's it was kind of, like, it definitely, I agree, it was touching to see, like, okay, well, I guess, you know, everybody, even if they are, like, they do have money or they do have like the nicest clothes, the nicest car, that kind of thing. Like doesn't go to show that they're truly happy. Like it's like social media too. Like what people post isn't necessarily like a reflection of how they feel kind of thing. So like, it just was nice to like get a deeper look into a character. And that's definitely like the episode that pivoted my opinion on Ben. I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. This kid doesn't really hang out with his parents. He doesn't have anybody at home. Nobody really at school. He's like, he's still considered an outsider, even though he's dating, like, somebody on the inside kind of thing, so, like, it just, it's, it was nice to see his feelings, but, um, as for, like, favorite scene, I definitely would have to say probably the scene where the three friends made up at the end, Fabiola, Eleanor, and Davey all made up at the very end, because it just kind of, like, goes to show that, okay, like, you could fight for a little bit, but just because you have one fight doesn't mean you guys like should completely give up on the friendship. Like it brought me back to when I was in high school and I would like, you know, argue with my group of four friends and then like we would not talk for a week and then we'd come back together and we'd all fix it. But so that one kind of like hit home because you know, it's happened before and I'm sure it's happened like with you guys and friends in high school. But um, it was just nice to see like they put their differences aside. They apologized for everything. She was like, she genuinely like looked like she wanted to fix stuff. And then she went and, like, they made sure, even though they hated her in the moment, they made sure she still went and spread her dad's ashes because they knew she would regret it in the future if she didn't. So that one, like, was really, really touching. Um, I think my favorite episode, I also agree. I um, Okay, yeah, Ben's episode's de- probably my actual favorite one. But aside from that, I love the episode before that. So when they go to the Model UN conference and that's when sort of her, like him and Davy's like relationship kind of like blossoms and now they realize that maybe it was, it's not all so bad, you know, for them to, you know, finally become friends and realize that they have like share common goals so they should be together at least, you know, in some way. I really just loved the whole, like, like, if you've ever been on some type of, like, trip or something for school, like, they just perfectly captured what it feels like to, like, 
be there for you be like at a conference or at something for school the the kid from like that was representing russia from auto un like putting them together and is like i want to get drunk like my mom doesn't let me do anything and you guys seem like the people that can get us alcohol so (laughs) they like scavenge around and like then they're all like drinking in like a hotel room and they and you know davy and ben have like their first like formal heart to heart and I, that's that's for sure the episode where immediately after I watched it, I was like, oh, I'm in love with Ben. Like, he's such a great kid. I was like, there's something about him like we really, you know, didn't get to see at the beginning. And it was so nice. Like, immediately after that episode, I was like, I texted Sarah, same. And I was like, oh, I'm in love with him. I was like, oh, he's great. I think I have feelings for him. Like, <laughs> so it was that was just... A really nice setup and then leading into then the the been the loneliest loneliest boy in the world episode with just him was very very sweet another thing that I really loved or just a moment was the whole um back to how I said that I love Kamala just when she like she's getting set up like for a husband like that's their the tradition you know she gets an arranged marriage and when she finally meets the husband you know, the guy that she's, and he's, like, super handsome, when, like, that's obviously not what they're expecting. He's this hunk of a guy, and he's super smart, and he's got a great personality, and then her boyfriend from college just, like, climbs up the window, and just the whole, like, I don't even know if it was a full episode. I feel like it might have not even been a full episode, but just the whole, like, moment, that whole situation of, like, Steve is upstairs in her room while the, uh, where the husband and their uncle or something is like in the who also played Mr. Figgins on Glee by the way (laughs) so their uncle um their uncle and and Prashant are downstairs chilling and then the boyfriend's upstairs and then they're all freaking out they make her play the harp again which she hasn't like Davy play the harp when she hasn't played since her dad passed away and then perhaps Praxton shows up at the front door too and then it's just a big old mess of like what is going on but that that was such a rush and it was really the whole back and forthness of that episode was just really fun to watch for me so that was probably one of my favorite moments yeah I definitely like that episode too with the scene between the two lovers and Kamala because it's just like okay and then the mom jumps in and she's like all right we're gonna sneak you downstairs like you go play the harp distract the other ones and then I do really like how like Prashant they were all expecting like somebody ugly and she was like I'm gonna marry Steve like I'm set on Steve like it goes to show that relationships like don't always I guess like which is sad but like they don't always last like you are gonna meet somebody else and like you might think somebody's your forever but like it's they're not like somebody else can come in and like I guess take that like position away and join you and it was just nice to watch because it was one of the funnier scenes too was just like watching all of them freak out and then the uncle's like what's going on here like is this the guy that was like I'm pretty sure they found him at the end too they were like is this the guy that was like climbing on the roof and then I just like how the uncle kept bringing up that their house was super easy to break into like that was hilarious one of my favorite lines I think in the entire tv show is when the uncle is like that's why I always tell my clients to live farthest north on their block that they can because the days are shorter and most burglaries happen during the day. I thought that was so funny because it's so ridiculous. 
No, then, um, I would also like to talk about that episode. Like, I think that the scene where they're trying to sneak Steve down the stairs and out the front door is, like, top three of the entire show for me. Not because it's, like, so funny and all over the place, but because Davy was playing the harp for the first time since her dad died, and it was the first time that she was able to actually sit there and do it, because they showed earlier in the show, she was, like, in, like, band practice, and she got up and left, because it was, like, so overwhelming for her and so emotional that she wasn't able to bring herself to do it, and then to do something nice for Kamala and help her sneak this man out of their house, she played the harp, and I think, like, the flashback scenes of Mohan dancing while Davy was playing the harp and he, him just like looking so happy and then her mom sitting on the couch watching him and laughing and it just like was such a lovely visual and it was so nice to watch and I don't know that is one of my favorite scenes in the entire show just for how like touching it is and kind of showing how people go through grief and have to like move past it. Since it was brought up, Paxton showed up at the house bringing Davy's dress. So let's talk, ladies. Are we Team Paxton or Team Ben? I'd have to say Team Ben. Paxton, obviously, like I said before, is very attractive. And I'm sure any girl would want Paxton to like be there their boo too but I feel like the dynamic between Davy and Paxton is weird because Paxton's older Davy's still you know going through it she's still figuring herself out at 15 Paxton's you know a senior he's probably 18 years old ready to go off to college more mature and also the fact that you know not just on Davy's end you know how like she's awkward and their dynamic doesn't work but on Paxton's end he doesn't really realize it until it's too late that, you know, Davey's somebody he is interested in. So it just kind of, I'm just kind of like, okay, well, like you want somebody who wants you from the get-go, not somebody who like dances around in circles and then is like convinced by their sister that like, oh, okay, like, yeah, you're right, Davey's good. So I definitely be team Ben because even like, even in the beginning, you could kind of tell that like there was going to be something there because frenemies always end up as something. I feel like in every single thing I've ever seen, like, one of the most favorite and most used storylines is like from enemies to lovers kind of thing. So that's like supporting my old Wattpad like obsession kind of thing. It's just like, okay, like I'm, I'm in it. I'm ready to go. But yeah. And then I feel like Ben is just more genuine because he knows Davey better than Paxton does. And I know that somebody who knows you for a long time, like doesn't always mean the relationship's going to be good, but I feel like Davy and Ben have a lot more in common. They get along better. Their dynamic is better because they can play fight and they can argue and they can hate each other. But like at the end of the day, like there's still people who come together and correlate really well. So I feel like I am conflicted because I think I want to be team Ben because I love Ben so much and everything. And I don't even mind Davy if I'm being honest. Like I obviously don't hate her as much as Carly seems to, but I don't think... I don't think that she deserves Ben. Like, I don't think she does. Like, like they're very, they're similar people, but she's, like, kind of a bad person. And, like, 
everything bad that Ben's done like has completely normal justification, whereas hers is more just being selfish. Yeah, I feel like Davy's definitely not ready for a relationship in general. So no, not at all. Coming from with that, she's definitely not relationship material mature enough to go out and give her heart to somebody and to take somebody else's heart. Yeah, I yeah, I think saying more this. towards the beginning, like when when it was like before Ben became like an interest, I guess, or like a possibility. Like when her and Praxton's like friendship started developing, I actually didn't mind them together. I was like, oh, like they're like they don't they don't seem like a bad match. Like it seemed like they got along really well when she was at the party and she got mauled by a wolf or whatever that coyote? was. So, <laughs> a what? A coyote. Coyote. Uh, yeah, coyote. Um, and then he took her to the hospital and like he was being so nice to her like there, like t- making sure that she was all right and like took a selfie with her and like posted it on his Instagram. I don't know if, if this is universal, which I'm assuming it is, but if like if a boy posts you on his Instagram for everybody to see, that's a very big deal. So I was like kind of like was like, wow, this is kind of looking up for Davy, and I didn't mind them together. But in a general sense, like Ben's much, much better than Praxton and would be a much better boyfriend, I think. But for Davy, I don't know. So that's why I'm conflicted. My official stance, and I have been saying this since I finished the show round one, she does not deserve either of them. Homegirl is not ready for a relationship. She needs to get herself together if she wants to be able to... Like, Yeah, I agree Like with what Sarah said. She's not emotionally like well enough. I guess, to be able to give herself and, like, give her all to a, like, romantic relationship. Like, she's even struggling with friendship relationships, which I think most people would agree are less difficult and less trying. And (laughs) she is out here being dumb. She is just bad in that realm. And just, like... At 15, she does not have her priorities straight or right. Like, no. She is not relationship ready. Paxton's too good for her. And I think Ben's too good for her. I don't think she deserves either. Thank you guys for joining us on House Lights today. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. (laughs) 